You know how badly I wish it was Friday? How? I, I just wish it was Friday. Why? I like Fridays. I like Mondays. Um, see, I know you're a Monday guy. I that's, love Monday. That's what's weird about Everything's you. Everything's new. The yeah. whole world's in front of you. Your to-do list has got multiple days to get done. Ugh. You see, but Friday, there is no to-do list. You're just going to oh, no. get ready to have fun. No, there's always a to-do list. I mean, Friday, you're going to shut everything down, but then there's all the stuff you didn't get done, and then you got to worry about it for next week. And all of that gets addressed on Monday. Monday is the best day of the week. No. Well, actually, Sunday is the best day of the week. Sunday's a fine day. Yeah. Now, after I get done with... This tel- Sunday was not a fine day because of that stupid clock thing. Oh, you didn't like that, did you? It's ridiculous. I, they, I, they, why do you get worked up about this? Because they screw everybody up. So you're screwed up for one day. My Whip dear de-do. wife could not go to sleep last night. Yeah, it's not because of the change in the clocks. Well, it might have been my CPAP. But could you imagine if... Okay, so... Do you want daylight savings time to be the permanent I time, time, or do you want the time? The, see, I like daylight savings time because in the summertime, then we get some sunlight yeah, almost till nine o'clock at night. Just don't change the time. But in the if if we didn't move, we got it, these things, that, uh, Michael. They're, they're called the uh, your. Uh, it's called the uh, what's it called? The you oh, know this is insightful. metabolism uh, thing with your uh, your, your, your your clock your, your metabolism your, clock uh, your uh, what's you call them clock. Huh. And uh, See, but, but, when you screw screw with that, it's uh, it's terrible. But if we do what Marco Rubio is talking about, which is go to a permanent daylight savings time, yeah. realize that in the middle of the winter when you get up, yeah. um, and for instance, you and I are coming down here at 8.30 to do the radio on a Friday morning. Yeah, we leave yeah, at 7.30. Yeah. It will be dark. Fine. Pitch black. Fine. No, I don't want that. In the in the winter time, I want it to be light in the morning. No, uh, you you, you, do, you don't change the clock. Yeah, we we've been changing it since Woodrow Wilson was the president. Well, there you go, terrible president. But uh, I understand. But we've been doing it for that long. I don't even like February twenty ninth. I mean, but we got to do that because what leap year? Yeah, because the Earth is moving around, and you know. So here's my question on leap year: What? Why don't we just make it a world holiday? Because it only happens every four years, right? Yeah. And it's a day that's not supposed to be on the calendar. Right. So why don't we just say nobody works, everybody stays home? Make it election day. Huh. Every four years. Well, are, so where are you at on this idea of making election day a weekend? Uh, I'm I'm fine. I don't care. I don't care either when we vote. Yeah. People make a big deal over the fact that we vote on Tuesdays, that it would be easier on the weekend. I'm still trying to think about the clock that's inside your head that... Uh, Mercurial it's so- clock. It's the uh, no. What's it called? Ethan, get on that. What, what's it's Ethan the- going to do? He's going to get gonna, on what clock gonna, is in your own yes, head? The, 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 yeah, I need regulate your, What do I need to Google cycle, here? Your sleep cycle clock. Sleep like sleep cycle clock. Yeah, yeah, get on that. I just I don't know. I I don't think it's that big of a deal. I like it in the summertime because it will stay night uh, bright almost till nine o'clock at night. Don't you mess can with go the out. Clock. You can go out after work one day, the play clock around in my to golf. Is wrong. Why is your clock wrong? The clock on my Because you're not smart enough to know wrong. how to change it. No, because you shouldn't have to change it. The clock on my oven is wrong. And, you, oh, woe is you. Yeah. Well, poor thing. Well, Come on, I mean, your you, parents you, went through all this. Do you remember o'clock? your dad complaining like this about the clocks yes. changing? He never complained. He didn't complain. No, he didn't complain because you can't make your microwave clock work right. Well, you got Thank the... God you don't have a VCR anymore. That just would be blinking noon. Well, the uh, the cable box uh, adjusts 
automatically. Yeah, most of the your things phone. that are connected to the internet, yeah, they, they, they adjust automatically. Yeah, um, have we got to that uh, thing in the head yet, Ethan? Yeah, well, are like, you uh, talking about like a REM cycle, like a sleep cycle? No, no, it's a keep going. Uh, so um, it's it's not that bad. And well, you, you all you people who are getting all circadian spun up about rhythm. It. Yes, the circadian rhythm. Well, read they, what they a circadian messed, rhythm is. They have messed with our circadian rhythm. Let's read what this is. At twelve o'clock midnight, two yeah. o'clock deepest sleep, four o'clock lowest body temperature, six forty-five sharpest blood pressure rise, yes. seven thirty melatonin yes. secretion stops. Huh. There it is. 10 o'clock, highest alertness. And the circadians, going, you know, they only going. come out every seven years. <laughs> and, I mean, this is why you, you got you to gotta have, have the circadian clock going on there. I don't, I've and never heard of my clock. I never knew that circadian rhythms were It's, it's uh, how we sleep. Thing. It's how we wake. It's how we work. It's how we live. Well, how it's do how people we... work at nighttime? Those people, what happens to their circadian rhythm? They've got rhythm. a different circadia. They, they've got the, you know, they, well, the one that, uh, you know, you stay up all night. You know, you're just a, like a, an old codger over there. You just want to complain about everything. Well, no, I don't I like complain the about the clocks moving. I don't like the clock. I thought we were going to talk about the Well, banks. no, you're the one who talked about the clock. So here's my question with you about the clock. Yes. If we, if we make the clock permanent the way yes. you're deciding. Yes. Do you want it to be the daylight savings time care. that we're on now? Just pick a time. Because Just in, the, pick a in time. the middle of the summer, if we're back, it, it's going to get dark at like 730 pick at night. Pick a time. Just, it's, the 24 hours, pick a time. So what's wrong with making the change twice because a year? You, you spring forward and you fall back. and It's, it it's pretty easy to remember, cicadas. isn't it? it? It messes up the cicadas it in your head. It doesn't mess it, up it, it anything. Does. It's terrible. You know what's messed up in your head? What? You are messed up in your head. Because it has nothing to do the, with your circadian rhythm. Rhythm or any of that other stuff. My wristwatch. You got to change that thing. We 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 were fine today. You and I met up. We played a little well, snooker. Do you want to talk today. about it? <clears throat> a little snooker. Yeah. <clears throat> well, we uh, <clears throat> we ventured over to the uh, Q and the Cushion. Yeah. What, what's the name the, of that little town? That's in uh, Overland. Overland, Missouri. Yes. Right and there next to Wolfie's Hot Dogs. Yes, it's been there since the 1950s, and they've got a lovely snooker table there. Yeah. And. Uh, there we were, and uh, were you surprised how full that place was? Uh, they were doing a gangbang business. There. I don't think there was a table empty, was there? No, it was incredible. Let and me ask you this: before you and I got into playing snooker, how often would you go to a pool hall? I never went. Well, so my dad and I went. We uh, we had a tournament years ago. Oh, and uh, we played pool, and uh, <clears throat> we won. And uh, yeah. yeah, he used to beat you. My dad was a good pool player. Was he obnoxious like you, where no. he sniffled and stuff? Sweet, and sweet would, guy. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, sweet guy. Oh, you know, somebody. He was a left-hander. Home. Really? And, uh, man, he could play that English. And, uh, yeah, he was, a, he was a heck of a player. Do I remind you of your dad when I play left-handed? Yeah, no. But uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not bad. You're getting better all the time. Yeah. Like the Beatles. Can't get much worse. Right. <laughs> That's John Hancock. I'm Michael Kelly. We're going to take you all the way till 10 o'clock this evening. I thought and we were going to talk about the banks. No, we're going to step aside here in a minute because we've got a special guest I want to talk us. about the banks. We're going to get the banks in. Where? Just hang on. We're going to get to it. All right. We're going to step aside, take a minute to listen to some of these commercials. When we come back, we'll be with the Sports Insider. Yes. John Hancock Jr. Lots happening in the NFL. And we'll, everywhere. And we'll get the latest after this on the Mighty Mighty. Football League, the Green Bay Packers. I love that you do that. 
because you have no idea what to say after you say the National Football League. So now you've thrown in the Green Bay Packers. The Oakland Raiders. The Raiders. Hey, joining us as he does every week at this time is none other than our sports insider. He's none other than John Hancock Jr. Top of the evening to you, Mr. Hancock. How are you, sir? Gentlemen, top of the evening. I got a few words. Kakaw is the law. (laughs) Yeah, are you bought into the whole Kakaw thing? I am, yeah. I saw over 38,000 St. Louisans jumped in uh, to the Dome and set an NF- XFL attendance record. Yeah. Well, the Rams the Rams didn't even draw 38,000 in their last 10 years here. That was uh, no, that was impressive. It was, yeah. I'm saying bring on the Chargers. Let's uh, bring them here, get a good rivalry going with Kansas City. Yeah, well, except that we'd have to build a new stadium. Who's got the money to do that? I know a guy who just left the city who, uh, you know, could have uh, could have helped out there. Yeah, no how kidding. About, how about AJ McCarron? Now let's talk about how this about AJ McCarron, two-time yeah. national champion. He played in the NFL for six years, backup quarterback, and here he is in St. Louis, Missouri. Unbelievable. Yeah, and I mean AJ McCarron. You look back at college, like you said, two-time national champion, and perhaps more impressively, Michael, you might have a better chance here. Do you remember Catherine Webb? Uh, no, I don't. She was uh, the girlfriend of A.J. McCarron that uh, Br- uh, Brett Musburger was caught drooling all oh, over on national right. television. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he was being all creepy and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know, that, that, that's my quarterback. Yeah, A.J. McCarron. Well, how about that? Yeah, and he, he uh, was done, right? And he, But he wanted to keep playing because he's got young kids and he wants them to see him play football, right? Yeah, yeah, better than being a practice squad quarterback, hoping you get the call up to be a third stringer one one Sunday. Well, he's got a one could say he's got a foot in the USF in the XFL. That's uh, that's very good. Uh, and and the BattleHawks, uh, how about this Butler, the wide receiver? Incredible. Yeah, you know it was a great uh, great team performance. Uh, Brian Hill, running back, also had a great game. Yeah, out of Belleville, Illinois, and uh, you know what I what I saw about this team was they seem to be offensively a little bit more sophisticated than a lot of the other XFL teams. You had a lot of misdirection. Uh, they'd send the line left, and the quarterback would roll right, and uh, the pass lanes were open. You saw McCarron calling audibles uh, by touching his elbow and throwing that fade route to the end zone for the uh, game-winning touchdown. I mean, it's really pretty good football. It is, and you can't underestimate the impact the crowd had on that game. I mean, you look around the rest of the league, some of them, especially Vegas, is struggling to draw anyone, and you got 38,000 St. Lunatics yelling. You know, it's going to energize the team and really demoralize any opponents. Hey, is Vegas having a hard time drawing the, for the NFL? Uh, for the XFL, XFL. Oh, for the XFL. Okay, so but uh, for, from an NFL standpoint, Vegas is a part of the narrative that you need to speak about tonight. Yeah, they just signed my guy, Jimmy G, uh, to a three-year deal. I think it's going to be interesting to see what he can do. Uh, he's, you know, a controversial quarterback. A lot of people think he's nothing more than a game manager. Other people think he's a winner. Uh, so it, we'll be able to see what he does uh, in almost at Oakland in the Vegas scheme. Yeah, you know, is he how much different than Derek Carr is Jimmy Garofalo going to be for that the Raiders ball club? Yeah, I think they're fairly similar. Uh, you know, they're borderline top 15 quarterbacks. They don't have the skills that the top guys do, but they seem to be well-liked in their respective locker rooms. And you're up there in the Windy City, and the Chicago Bears have traded 
the number one overall pick. What's going on there? They traded the whole franchise. Yeah, yeah so people in Chicago are uh, very excited, uh, full of promises they often are for the new season, but they traded to the Panthers. They got DJ Moore, a bona fide number one receiver, also got the number ninth pick, and they picked up a couple of linebackers today too, just rebuilding the team that had the worst record last year, piece by piece, brick by brick. So, so who are they going to get with that uh, number one pick? Uh, so the Panthers, right now, they're talking up Anthony Richardson, the quarterback from Florida that I've told you all about. Uh, they're talking him up a lot to be determined if they're actually going to take him. Uh, Richardson has you know, the most potential of any quarterback prospect maybe since uh, Cam Newton, but he's got a low floor. Um, wasn't able to put it together in college, so obviously you're – pessimistic that a guy who couldn't figure out in college is all of a sudden going to be able yeah, to and develop. And you've got, and you've got real size concerns there. I mean, how healthy is this guy, in a, a running quarterback? Can he survive in this league? Yeah, he, he is built like a tank compared to like a Lamar Jackson. Um, but, you yeah, know, that obviously is the concern. And you're seeing that with uh, Jackson right now struggling to get the contract he feels he's owed and arguably is owed based on his past performance because – He's ended the past two seasons hurt, and when you're, his legs are such a dynamic part of his his game. If you know he can't run as reliably as he's done in the past, you know you're looking at a very average quarterback, and he's looking for top dollar. Well, the most annoying person in the NFL to me is Aaron Rodgers. Uh, every off season, we go through this thing whether or not he's going to show back up in Green Bay. Blah blah blah. Well, today there's some heavy rumors that he may be going to the Jets. 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 Yeah, yeah. Um, it seems to be the word around the league. And, you know, I've seen some pictures on Twitter. People have put him in the Jets uniform. It doesn't look doesn't look that natural. Uh, but, you know, he's got going from the green and yellow to the green and white. And Brett Favre, lest we forget, also uh, went to the Jets when he left Green Bay. Yeah, that's when the world started to fall apart for him, too. That's when he got himself into a lot of trouble. Uh, so Alleged, Allegedly, Michael. He, he's suing everyone. I don't know if you've seen yeah. that. Well, the Jets have got a pretty got a pretty strong team. Uh, they need a quarterback. Where does that leave uh, Green Bay if they lose Aaron Rodgers? So they got Jordan Love waiting in the wings. They drafted him out of Utah a couple of years back. He's kind of just been sitting there. Um, it seems to be how they prefer to do it. You draft draft a guy to sit in the wings, then come in and take over or work for him with Rodgers. I think they're going to really see what they have in Jordan Love this year. Uh, if he is capable of being the franchise quarterback or if they need to make a pivot uh, look, because that's one thing the Packers have had the luxury of that not many other teams can say is, you know, 20, 25 years they've had a franchise quarterback and haven't had to be in the limbo that so many other franchises find themselves in. Yeah, but they don't have the receiving core there. And if you're going to bring a young quarterback in and you don't have the talent on the wings, that's going to make it really tough. Yeah, definitely. Well, they had the young core that struggled to connect with Rodgers until later in the season this year. Uh, but the one thing I'll say is, you know, Jordan Love has been sitting there learning the playbook. He's been in practice with these guys, so he will have a rapport with them that you wouldn't you wouldn't typically see of someone coming in and taking over the reins. John Hancock out of Chicago, Illinois, our sports insider. We're going to shift gears now to baseball. Adam Wainwright had a fairly effective performance the other night in Game One for the USA in the World Baseball Classic but still continues to struggle with velocity in the mid-80s. How worried are you about Adam Wainwright being a contributor in this starting rotation? 
So I'm fairly worried, but I mean, Wainwright hasn't exactly been blowing people away with velocity the past few years. He's a control pitcher has been for quite some time. As long as he's able to have a pinpoint accuracy with his pitches, I think he'll be able to contribute. But obviously it's a fine line when you do lose that velocity. If you're not on every night, you can end up getting shelled in the MLB. Spent a little time last night watching the uh, very hot contest between the Czech Republic and Australia in the World Baseball Classic. Uh, It seems like there's quite a bit of disparity among these teams. Yeah, I I don't even know how half of these countries field teams. I didn't even know they played baseball in Europe, but Italy's got a team. Great Britain's got a team. The Czech Republic, I think they go by Czechia now, has a team. Yeah, and do you know who the coach of the uh, Italian team is by chance? Uh, I do not. Former Cardinal starter, and you have his autograph. See if we can get this. Cardinal starter, I have his autograph. Uh, I mean, it can't be Woody Williams. Jason? Marquis. Simon Tachi. Jason Simon Tachi Tachi is the coach of the Italian team in the World Baseball Classic. I I thought he was a reliever. (laughs) Well, he started for the Cardinals. He actually had one really good season for the Cardinals around about 2004, 5, somewhere in there, and uh, ended up in the bullpen. Yeah, were those the Steve Klein days? (laughs) They were the Steve Klein days, indeed. And uh, so as we uh, let you go, John Hancock, our sports insider, uh, the Cardinals have looked fairly impressive in spring training and getting a lot of hits, not just from the big guys, but a lot of the folks that we had question marks about are looking pretty good in spring training. How do you assess this ball club as we in, you get into the last couple of weeks here in Jupiter? Yeah, good problem to have, I think, with the Cardinals, where all of a sudden we have too many pieces. You're trying to figure out who gets left out of the lineup uh, and how much you're going to miss their productivity instead of trying to scrap together a lineup that, you know, with some pieces who maybe they shouldn't be in, maybe they shouldn't. I'm optimistic for this year. I think the Brewers are going to take a big step back. I don't think we'll have any serious problems in the Central. And then we'll see what this lineup and rotation do. If they can keep up with the big boys, the Mets, the Dodgers, uh, the Braves, I think big things could happen this season, but a lot to be determined. He is John Hancock. He joins us every Monday night at 8.15 right here on KMOX. Thank you so much for your insight, and we wish you a good evening, John. You as well. Cacaw, baby. Cacaw is the law, says John Hancock. The other John Hancock sitting across from me will stick around. We're going to talk about, uh, what are we going to talk about? Celebrities, buddy. Celebrities. The Oscars. We got the Oscars. We got celebrities. They're going into business out there. All kinds of stuff. We're going to talk and about maybe it. the banks. Right after this on KMOX. Late night with Hancock and Kelly on a Monday evening. We're here every Monday night. The Cardinals aren't, so uh, throughout the season, if there's not a Cardinal game, no worries. Still here tune in to Camo X. Here will be. You, know, you don't want to talk about the Banks, I guess. No, I don't really want to talk right, about fine. the Banks. Right. We'll save that for Friday. Uh, of course, you can listen to us on Friday mornings. We start at 8.30-something. We take you all the way to 11 o'clock. We come back for the DGS. 
And then don't forget on Sunday mornings, you got Hancock and Kelly, the television show on Fox 2 right here in St. Louis. Maybe we'll talk about the banks there. We'll probably be talking about the banks this coming week. And um, I, buddy, you're like I a dog to, to a bone over well, there. I you just talk about the banks. What, 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 first, you wanted to talk about the clocks. And then when you were uh, upset with my argument, you didn't want to talk about the clocks anymore. You wanted to talk about the banks. Well, we were going to talk about the banks. We talked about the clocks. And uh, I have strong feelings on both. Did you watch the uh, Oscars last night? Uh, I saw probably 90 seconds of the Oscars. I saw yeah. I saw the guys that won the uh, best something or other. Oh, well there you go. Yeah, and there they were. And they had the they had the little guy there that was um the little guy. So the the uh, the, the Oscars have jumped the shark for me. Uh, you know, so I'm not it's going ridiculous. to the theaters anymore. It's ridiculous. I'm watching the movies on television. Talking about all these Most of the movies that are nominated, I haven't issues. seen. Uh, you know, Tom Cruise, who, uh, you know, had the, the number one movie out this year. Top Gun. He didn't even show the up Maverick. at the Oscars. He was not there, little guy. Yeah, he is a little guy. They had the other little guy, though, that won the Oscar for uh, best something or other. John, this is not really good radio when you just say stuff like that. Well, I mean, I, I saw him. That's what I saw. But, but everybody's getting a best something or another when it comes to the Oscars. Yes, and then they had a That's little That's like guy saying, there. oh, well, that guy for the Cardinals, he plays... One of those positions, right? Yeah, no, you, 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 you have to be more specific. Well, this guy didn't play a position. He was in the some. I think he may have been the subject of the whatever the movie thing was. Oh, so the screenplay, maybe the best screenplay. Well, no, I think it was like a short. It was. It was a short. Ah. It was the best short. Uh, look that up, uh, Ethan. The, the best short, uh, and we had the uh, little Lord guy. Ethan. I'm sorry, the, brother. The little guy had the best short uh, film. So what what's interesting to me about the Oscars is that uh, the part I like are the dresses. And, you know, and I guess maybe seeing some of the guys all cleaned up. But all, every guy looks the same in a tuxedo, right? There's not much difference in tuxedos. They're all black or white. And, you know, they, they all just wear them there. And the, but the ladies, they show up dressed to the nines. That's awesome. Well, you got the... You know, you got the pink out there and the and the green. Uh-huh. Uh, lavender. I saw lavender was, was a lavender. big call, uh, was color. Big. Angela Bassett had a there she was a lavender dress on last night that was awesome. Yeah. But as I was watching this, I, I watched a little of the pre-show. You know, when they're walking in and on the red the carpet. Mike. Well, it wasn't a red carpet. First time in ninety-three years, it was a champagne-colored carpet. Huh. Makes no sense to me why they did that. Wow. But they're interviewing these celebrities, and on so many of these celebrities who are music stars or movie, movie stars. stars wind up getting involved in other businesses. Yeah. Uh, there's the one heartthrob. What's the What's the guy name uh, who played in Deadpool, Ethan? Um, you know who I'm talking about. Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. He owns, close, close he owns one of the, the telephone companies now, like what? the wireless cricket company. He also owns a professional soccer team. And he team owns a now. professional He's soccer team. Wow. Then you got uh you got Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, what's she? She's into? got a, a company called Goop. It's a website. It's like a lifestyle company for women. Gwyneth Paltrow. My own Grateful Dead, Jerry Garcia. He's dead. He's dead now, but he designed ties back in the day. Oh. Um they say that uh, Bob Dylan uh does some photos. What what do you think about celebrities or artists I'm for it. who become known for X function like who it. now put together something else and sell it. Entrepreneurism. That's, I, uh, that's the name of this country. I don't know. I mean, it, I just saw an interview the other night. Boy. Chris Wallace. Yeah. Uh, who's talking to Chris Wallace? Have you seen that show? I've not seen it, but I've seen the previews for well, it. Well, it's quite good. Uh -huh. And he was talking to Jessica Alba. 
the other day. And she's got an environmentally conscious, uh, they make diapers and stuff. And it's done very well. And so she's, uh, they only use the finest uh, herbs and spices and whatever they use. To make a diaper? Yeah. And uh, but she's done very well with this diaper. What's the name of that diaper company, uh, Ethan? Or Ethan Pampers? <laughs> no, yeah. no, no. It's called it's called something. And uh, but she's done very well. She still acts a little bit. Uh-huh. 41, I got, huh? I got the I got the actor. The actor, yeah. James Martin. James Martin is the actor that we were talking about five minutes ago. I don't even know who but, James Martin. I tried. I tried my best. Now, okay? You're doing you're doing great, Ethan. I've never seen anything quite like it. And and uh, and now we're looking for Jessica Alba's company that makes the diapers. Yeah, but I just I don't know what I think about all these celebrities who get involved in other stuff. She's very thoughtful. And I'm supposed to buy it because they're smart or they, you know, because I know them from something else or and they I'm gonna care. like it. They care. Yeah. I just I don't know. I kind of feel like if you're a musician I'm coming to see you because you're a musician. I don't want to buy your paintings. Yeah, but you're, well, the paintings are a different deal. But if you're making a product, you're out there manufacturing, you're a manufacturer, an American manufacturer, as Jessica Alba is with her diapers that are called something. And uh, we're getting there. We're getting so the close. The Honest Company? The Honest Company. That's exactly right, Ethan. That's exactly right. They're very honest with their diapers. Really? Yes. Oh, do these diapers have the line that you can tell when the baby went pee in them? Well, and they've they've also they they get rid of all the stuff that's not good stuff in the diaper. I mean, I mean not the poop, but I mean all the other stuff that you put in the diaper that's not good stuff. They've gotten rid of it. Oh, you like uh, the bad fibers they, or yeah, chemicals the fibers, and the chemicals, stuff? The stuff, yeah, uh, gone. Yeah, and so she's got this company. Well, it's done very well, Jessica Alba. So who's the guy from um, Yes that you like? Wait, w- w- Rick Wakeman. Rick Wakeman. Yeah. So if Rick Wakeman had a um, a showing at a local museum of his artwork, would yeah. you go to it? Heck yeah. Why? Because because you like his guitar play, he's so a, therefore he's a you keyboardist. are you like his keyboard play, so yeah. therefore you think you'd like his art artistry. Yeah. Well, and he's he's also all about saving the moon bears out there. Say what? He's saving the moon bears. What are He's, moon bears? They're little bears that uh, are endangered. Really? Yes. Never heard of it. Well, pay attention. So, but that, that's you. Just because you like Rick Wakeman, yeah, you would automatically go to his showing at a local museum because he was going to be because it was his stuff. If he was going to be there, I'd be there. Well, if he was going to be there, I think that's different. I just I don't know. I mean, if if Bono started selling paintings tomorrow, I don't know that I'd get a Bono painting. Because I, the reason I like Bono is because he's like the quintessential rock star. He's, but what about manufacturing? I mean, you, you're employing people. You're hiring people. You're creating something. You're adding to the gross domestic product of this country. You're, you're, you're in business. Uh, I'm all for that. Yeah. All for that. Well, I never thought about it that way, but uh, I just don't I, – I wouldn't automatically like it because it's something they did. I mean, you, you, like if you and I started – You've got to be careful with the banks, though. Okay, well, why don't you talk about the banks, John? <laughs> you got these failed banks out there. What 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 happened? I don't, I'm, I'm I'm uninformed. So you got the Silicon Valley Bank uh-huh. in California, and they basically collapsed. And, right. and so, what do you do now? You've got all these depositors and companies that are doing business with the bank, and the bank has collapsed. And so, the government has decided that they are going to protect all of the deposits into the bank. 
I, I, I agree with that. So, not, well, so the FDIC, the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, they take care of everybody who has less than $250,000 deposited at a bank. If a bank fails, right. your money is made whole. Right. And that's been the case for decades in this country. And what the U.S. government has done arbitrarily is saying that if you've got over two hundred and fifty grand in there, we're going to take care of you, too. And But I'll tell you who they don't take care of are the bondholders in the bank and the investors in the bank. They're going to lose everything. Why not? These people. Well, Because the, they were investing on speculation. The bank was poorly managed. And right, and so the investors are the ones who should have been holding the the the, the bank people accountable, and, and they are. And I'm with you, John. Two hundred fifty thousand dollars sounds like a lot of money, but say you own an HVAC system, yeah, company, you could very easily have inventory that needs cash for more than two hundred fifty thousand dollars. So, let's, let's so local uh, air conditioning company gets hosed let's, because you want to make a larger point. Let's think about your investment por- portfolio. Uh, what's the number one thing you do with your investment portfolio? Invested. You diversify. Okay. And so you put all your money in one bank. This is a bad topic. No, it's a good topic. All right, we'll have at it. Because here's the thing. If the government is saying that a bank can fail and nobody's going to take any risk from it. Right. What's going to happen is that bank stocks are going to become less valuable. Okay. And banks are going to become less profitable. And the banking sector is one-eleventh of this economy. And if we're going to if the government's going to nationalize the banks, which is what we're basically doing here, we're basically saying you got a foolproof guarantee. Nothing's ever going to happen. Your bank's going to fail. The government's going to take care of you. When you do that, you've taken one eleventh of the U.S. economy and you've. But that's it, not what we're doing. Well, that's exactly what we're no, doing. No, what we're doing that's is exactly we're saying we're to doing. local small businessman who has the money invested, that may be above two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, you're going to be protected. We're saying to the well, bank the owners, the we're saying to the bank screwed. owners, and the, I, exactly. By the way, I looked at my 401k today. Yeah. I own some stock in what's called Signature Bank. It's one of the banks that failed. Huh. Okay? I don't, as an investor. Guess who's on the board of Signature Bank? I don't know, John. Who? Barney Frank. Okay. The co-author of the Dodd-Frank banking regulation bill in Congress. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so the Democrats are blaming the Dodd-Frank deregulation of 2018 for this. Mm-hmm. The Republicans are blaming the woke culture of these banks that are doing all of the diversity, equality, blah, blah, blah. I, I, neither are correct. All right. Uh, it's A lot of it has to do with the interest rates going up which is the result of inflation and the bad economy and the collapse of the tech industry, uh, particularly with the, uh, uh, with the Silicon Valley Bank. The, they were heavily into tech, and they were poorly managed. They had a bad board. Their CEO and their professional staff was not good. And, you know, I don't know. Should there, should there be a price to pay <clears throat> There is a price to pay. The investors and the owners of the bank are paying the price here. I don't see how you think that it's the the guy who runs a small business like you and I. It's his fault that the bank that he has his money in is out there doing nefarious stuff. The people who were going to benefit from this bank, uh, the investors and the bondholders, they should wind up to be left holding the bag. But I don't think the small business guy should. We have just talked about the banks. Good. You got it out of your system? I'm good. Yes. All right. I want to tell you about my allergies after You got this. allergies. Yeah, I'm going to tell them about
And welcome back to KMOX Late Night with Hancock and Kelly. It was uh, earlier this week, John, for the first or last week. I, my entire life, I've never had allergies. And there they And were. everybody complains about allergies. I don't know what they are. And there they were. And yeah, so my head was all stopped up and stuff. And I, you know, I, I did the COVID check. I didn't have that. Eyes I, watering. I feel fine. Sneezing. But I've got a bunch of stuff going on in my mouth, my throat, my nose. So somebody said to me, it's probably allergies. And yeah. they can come on to you when you're later in life. Yeah. So on Friday of last week, I brought this up on the radio, and people were calling in. They said, hey, go get the Flonase. Go get the Zyrtec. Go get this. Go get that. So I did that. I went and got the Flonase, and I got the Zyrtec. Yeah. Is it working? Well, both of them are over-the-counter prescriptions. I don't know if it's working or not. I still have whatever's going on. Well, your eyes aren't watering. Yeah. Yeah. But here's the problem. Mm -hmm. I bought exactly what I was told to buy, and, you know, the the packaging says Zyrtec, real big, or Flonase, real big. So now it says, you know, simple relief, simple action, blah, blah, blah. Just take the pill. Squirt the stuff. Right. So I opened it up. Yeah. The pills come in these little little packets here. And on the directions are on these little packets. And I'm telling you right now, I defy you to be able to read the directions because I didn't know. I didn't know if I was going to be able Bring to it over here. Um, take one of these Zyrtex or two. I am uh, particularly proud because I uh, wear one contact lens to see distance. But, but and my other eye is naked. I can read the so smallest. So I spent possible. ten minutes in my kitchen looking at getting into different lights, trying uh, to read exactly what the directions are. Now you should see uh, what this old man's this. doing right now. Uh, I got this. Ask a doctor before you use if you have liver or kidney disease. Uh-huh. Did you do that? No. All right. Uh, but how many am I supposed to take? Doctor, Where is that written? Your doctor should determine if you need different a different dose. Ask a doctor or pharmacist before you... If, oh, before having trouble there, pal. ...use huh? if, if you are taking tranquilizers or sedatives. Yeah. Did you do that? No. Uh, when using this product, a drowsiness may occur. Still hasn't told me how many I can take. Avoid alcoholic drinks or alcoholic sedatives. Right. So you need to do that. Uh, and tranquilizers may increase drowsiness. Uh, be careful while driving, Michael, uh-huh. in motor vehicles or operating machinery. So you get so what I'm you, saying? You There's nothing the, on uh, the instructions there. Off the first of all, the instructions, but that's just probably the first 10% of everything that's written on Seek that thing. Seek medical help right away if, uh, if pregnant or breastfeeding. Uh, so that's important as well. Yeah. And, it still hasn't told me how many I can take. Uh, directions. Adults and children six years and over. One 10-milligram tablet once daily. Do not take more than one 10-milligram ta- okay. tablet in 24 Thank hours. You. All right. So A 5-milligram product may be appropriate for uh, less severe symptoms. And adults 65 okay. years and older, Everybody does. Doctor. All right. So now, wait a minute. Children. Be serious for a second. I know this is hard for you tonight. I'm reading this. I mean, this okay. is very small print. Yeah, that was my point. I mean, would you agree that that's almost microscopic print? Yeah, it's, it's small. I mean, so how is a regular person supposed to be able to read how that? How impressive now, you... that a 59-year-old man over here can read this very small print. Thank you, Ethan. Right. Uh, but, but I mean, I think regular people are, I've, I've started to think about my mom or my grandmother or somebody who would have a hard time seeing all that. I mean, it took me, I'm a grown man, I spent 10 minutes with it trying to figure out how many I could take. Questions? Call 1-800-343-7605, toll free, or 215-273-8755. Okay. Well, you don't need to be giving out phone numbers on it. Uh, Collect. 
You got to call collect. If, uh, and but you it. get my larger point here, which is how are we supposed to know what you're supposed to take? Why wouldn't it be on there one dose every 24 hours? So as I'm as I'm feeling this uh, package here, uh-huh. it appears there is one tablet inside this package. Right. So my advice would be, if you've got the little package mm-hmm. and there's one tablet inside the package, you take the one tablet. Okay. And let me let I me let do. me argue a, a, another point. I also have a leave at my house yeah. that are a, in packages like that. Yeah. One tablet. Yeah. A person my size can take two tablets. Huh. But I would have had to have read all that stuff. Well, Why do they make it so hard with the, the small jug. print? You gotta buy the small jug. Okay. The little the little pill bottle, and then you got all you could take twenty of them if you want. Yeah. Uh, but you shouldn't. You should read the instructions and take one or two if you're a large person like yourself. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks for that. I appreciate. Yeah. That. So, uh, how are the allergies? Doing better? No, it's not gotten any better. And then having to spend all this time with you is making me like it gets me even more aggravated. <laughs> Because I'm trying to make a larger how point. Does the, uh, how does the Flonase work? What do you do with that thing? You squirt it in my nose. Now, I, oh. by the way, I had a hard time reading those instructions, and I finally just said, forget it. I'm just going to spray this stuff in my nose. Yeah. It could tell me in, on the instructions that I'm not supposed to do it more than three times in a day, Ooh, I but I couldn't read it because it's so doggone small. About- and my point is, is that if we're having over-the-counter drugs... Shouldn't they be readable and very – shouldn't that be the, the, the main thing there? And this is why we have pharmacists. Because you go to the pharmacist and you say, Mr. Mrs. Pharmacist, Mr. Ms. Pharmacist, I got my Zyrtec right here. And I can't read what's on the darn back of this thing. What should I do? And, you, and the okay. pharmacist will say – Fine fine and good. You take I one. stopped in at the Walgreens. Yeah. I picked up my stuff. Right. I took it home to my house. Yeah. I'm all sniffling and sneezing sniffling. and aggravated. Sneezing. I open up the box. I pull it out, and I'm trying to read the instructions, and I could it. not see them. You can't see the So what am I supposed to get back in the car and drive back to Walgreens? Just call. Or should I supposed to call that phone number that's written in the same print that's too small that tells me how much I'm supposed to take? You can call take. them collect. They will pay for the call. It's unbelievable. Oh, can you believe what I have a, to do this for another hour, people? In. When we come back, we've Sean got Michael yeah, Lyle, there you go. Uh, the man, incredible. He, there's nobody like him. The incredible. Nothing beats it. He has held an Oscar in his hands. No, he hasn't. Well, that's what the man said. Huh. And I believe him. Hancock Kelly, Sean Michael Lyle joins us. We'll also do what's trending and a couple other great, exciting things. Stick around. And Ethan's going to look up stuff. Ethan will be looking it up.